welcome to the weekly podcast. It's good to have you here. Today, me and Lucia will be talking about how we are impacted by our water supply, focusing on impacts of climate change. Hello, everyone. Global water consumption has always been increasing as our population grows. However, we are now close to reaching the 8 billion people, putting our water supplies in stress. Also, it's not just our increasing population, which is causing 500 million people to live in water scarcity all year and 70% of the population for at least one month, but also climate change as it has modified our water cycle. Scientists estimate that if our global temperature goes up by 2 degrees Celsius, 40% of the population might be exposed to extreme water scarcity, which is less than 1,000 meter cube of water a year which is equivalent to 0.4 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Not even a swimming pool. It makes sense why the Economic Forum has listed the water crisis as the largest global risk in terms of potential impact. But where does all the water go? Well, 70% of the water is used for agriculture. But we have to remember that we only have access to 0.3% of the water on Earth because the race is either salt water or is stored in glaciers or underground. We have looked at the whole issue. Let's now see how different countries' water supply is being impacted by climate change. Sure, the United States, although we do not associate it with water scarcity like other countries such as in the Middle East, the state of California, commonly known for its movies, has in the past year suffered from water scarcity. More than one million of the population does not have access to clean drinking water and instead receive five to eight gallon jugs of water every two weeks through grants. The governor has recently signed a budget of $130 million for a safe and affordable drinking water program. However, the water shortage have not only impacted local access to water, but also the ability to produce renewable energy through hydroelectric power, as the state reserves at the historic low levels. Another country suffering is Chile, as it is in the 10th year of a mega drought covering more than three-fourths of its territory. Citizens are facing shortages and paying ever higher prices for water. The country's main industry, agriculture, is suffering, animals are dying in droughts, and once fertile regions are now turning into deserts. The main cause of this catastrophe is climate change. Temperatures are rising steadily, and rain and snowfalls are declining. Glaciers are melting away. Chile has declared agricultural emergency zones in six of its 16 regions. Citizens will feel the impact of scarce water most directly. Due to the loss of water in the Maipo River, The ability of fresh drinking water in Chile's capital, Santiago, is predicted to fall by 40% by 2070. This will, this will hurt the 40% of the country's population who live in the metropolitan region. Water scarcity is already affecting the city's low-income communities brutally. They cannot afford the, price, the high price of the water. Let's go now to another part of the world. With Australia also having severely impacted by climate change, not only with the increase in bushfires that we all saw in the news at the beginning of 2020, but also with the water supply. The average rainfall in the New South Wales state 
has fallen 40% below average, and the savings stamps are dropping below 50% of capacity, forcing the city into putting water restrictions for the first time in decades. In addition, Australia's river flow could drop by 10 to 20% in the next 10 years if we reach a 2 degrees Celsius increase in temperature. This will have a devastating effect on the people as it will decrease agriculture level and drinking water, both of which we need to survive. For now, towns are already affected by water scarcity as they need to rely on emergency trucks to bring their water. A devastating one which is being affected by climate change but also by deforestation as only in 2018 10,000 km2 of trees were taken down in the Amazon forest. Some people call it the lung of the planet as it changes 270 million metric tons of carbon dioxide into oxygen for us to breathe. But it's also home to 1 in 10 animals that we know of in the world today and supports the life of 30 million people, including 350 indigenous groups. The extreme deforestation, which has reached a dangerous percentage, with 80% of the rainforest being deforestated. This is extremely bad, as scientists say that to ensure a future for the Amazon rainforest, we cannot deforestate more than 20%, which means that we are only 2% of potentially destroying it. The deforestation has slowed down transpiration, which has increased the growth in the area by 4%, and has delayed this, the rain season by 1 to 2 weeks. There is a scenario where the beautiful rainforest become, becomes a dry savanna. Lastly, in some countries, climate change is having the opposite effect. For example, Estonia they is divided into three main watersheds called Lake Pepsi, the Gulf of Finland and the Gulf of Riga, with 27 main rivers basin and 7,000 rivers, brooks and canals, with 90% being up to 10 kilometers long, while only 1% are over 50 kilometers in length. Yes, and in general, an increase of annual runoff by 20 to 30%, or by 40 to 50%, is modeled for the year 2100 depending on the assumed climate change scenario. Not only is the total increase of annual runoff important, but also its annual distribution. The impacts of climate change to Estonia are relatively small compared to those in other countries of Europe. The rising temperatures and the precipitation are expected to have positive rather than negative effect on the Estonian economy. That is good news. Let's see how we can reduce the impact we are having on the water so our water can be more equally distributed, especially in the agriculture sector, as it is the one which consumes more of our fresh water. The first way is by improving our irrigation system, as we cannot afford to keep over-irrigating our crops, because that wastes a lot of water that we could be using for other things. Also, with afforestation, we'll slow down the water through interception. By slowing down the water, there will be less runoff, meaning that there is less chance for the water to be polluted, but also for use to be able to catch it and store it. Another way is by simply being cautious for our pollution, as we contaminate our water, we no longer drink it, putting us in an even worse position. So always throw the rubbish into the right place, 
and use as little chemicals as you can, so it doesn't mix with our water. Finally, we are probably going to have to invest in water recycling, so we can keep reusing the same water and making sure it isn't safe to drink, because the last thing we need is getting sick because of drinking water. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you learned something new. Next week, Marianne Ishan will be discussing Sweden, joining the International Solar Alliance, development of the fastest vehicle globally, some news about the USA defenses, and more. Welcome to the weekend.